This is Brain Diet, episode number 129. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Brain Diet. I am so excited today because I have a guest here that is so fun for me (laughs) to be able to chat with, and I'm so excited for him to share his wisdom with you. I am talking today to Zach Kadatz, and you are the first international guest here on the podcast, and I'm so excited about that. So, Zach, tell us um, a little bit about you. Um, Yeah, well, I'm actually from Australia, so it's actually, uh, we had to line up a few sort of timelines to to make this work. It's Uh it's early in the morning, and um, and I know you guys deal in Fahrenheit, but it's about three degrees here at the moment um, where I live. So it's in uh, three degrees Celsius. So I think that's pretty cold. Uh, um, but yeah, I've been a CrossFit coach for four or five years now. Um, I've just recently done my CrossFit Level 2 course. Um, and then after that, I sort of um, decided to create a bit of an online platform for coaching. Um, and then that, that's how you found me, Taylor. So I've got a little Instagram page called Daily CrossFit Tip. And, um, and I use that just to simply educate myself in a way, but also to put out, uh, I try to put out good coaching content out there to help as many people as I can, um, just for like with little tips and tricks and cues and, and movement fixes and strategies and ideas like that in terms of CrossFit or in terms of training or in, in terms of anything health and wellness related as well. Um, so that's how you found me, but my sort of my background goes goes right back. I'm not sure how far back you want to go with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I want to hear everything you want to share. I um, yeah, that was how I found you on Instagram was um your daily CrossFit tip. And what was so compelling for me about it is um the way that you presented the information, I feel like really dispelled a lot of the typical CrossFit misconceptions. You share so much um really streamlined and straightforward information just about health and wellness in general within the CrossFit world and how that applies and specific movements that I feel like even for me as someone that has been doing CrossFit for three years at this point, it was very educational to see it from the way that you, um, presented it. And so it's, it's really, you seem like, you know what you're doing, which is really fun for me to learn from. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. um, Yeah. I've been coaching for four or five years now. So I sort of, am starting to get used to sort of giving out information a little bit more comfortably. So, yeah. 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 Well, and I think that this is well-timed too. We were talking before we started recording is we just came off the weekend of the CrossFit games and it was so exciting to watch and a lot of, um, really fun things over the week. And so this is great to be able to talk to you, especially after that happened, there are so many awesome events and competitors. Um, but I think let's just start. If you were to, line up like some of the typical CrossFit misconceptions. I know there is quite a stigma around the sport. What are some that you see that you can say, actually, that's not true or that you can kind of debunk a little bit? Well, um, I sort of came from a background of soccer um, and sort of just your general gym type working out, um, like your bodybuilding type stuff. And when I started CrossFit, I was, well, when I first saw it, I was always intrigued, but 
I sort of fell into the into the trap of um, just regurgitating the negative narr- narrative around it. Like you just regurgitate the things like it's unsafe, um, they don't know what they're doing, X, Y, Z. But as soon as you step into literally any CrossFit gym around the world, um, basically you're going to see that all those all those misconceptions are basically proven false within the first few minutes of, of turning up. You've got coaches um, that are really interested in um, – in who you are and where you're at with your health and fitness. Um, you've got mo- most of the time you've got a community in those gyms that are, are also really interested in your story and who you are. Um, but then when you get to the training side of things, like the whole, um, oh, it's it's dangerous or it's unsafe, there are those misconceptions, um, but they're quickly dispelled because any good gym, um, and I, I have another little side, side thing I do where, the, where I travel around to CrossFit gyms, um, I've, I haven't found a bad one yet. Like I've been to nearly 50 gy- uh, CrossFit gyms in my travels and, and everywhere you go, you, you, you find coaches that all they care about is helping people move, helping people get fit and healthy. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's also part of the coaches training, the CrossFit level one and the level two. Um, we want to help people move properly before we start letting them go too crazy with weights and, and um, intensity. And I think people probably just, they might see the CrossFit games and see like how, how much weight they move or, or whatever, how fit and fast they are. And people probably straight away think as well, oh, I, I could never do that. And realistically, like the CrossFit games is an amazing part of the CrossFit world. And it's a, it's a bit of a highlight of the year for, for a lot of people, but it really doesn't also reflect what happens every day in the 15,000 CrossFit gyms around the world. Right. Um, like, yes, we are chasing health, uh, fitness, and in some cases, some people are chasing high performance, um, but that doesn't always reflect in a gym where we're, we're all, all we're interested in in the gym is getting people fit and healthy. So the, the misconceptions of, of danger or injury or anything like that are, are totally false. I mean, you, you're probably going to run into more health problems sitting on your couch, I guarantee it. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. And I think that also when you do look at things like the CrossFit games and you see the physiques of the competitors and you see the weight that they are moving and the movements, um, it's funny that people get so intimidated by that and think that it is that everyone's supposed to be able to have that capability, but it's like, you don't watch the Olympics and have the most elite athletes in their sport and think, Oh my gosh, I can never swim again because I'm not going to ever look like these elite swimmers. It really can be, um, so useful for everybody. I want to backtrack a little bit and just, get your definition if you had to describe and i know you've done a couple of reels on this that are so succinct and well said but if you had to describe what crossfit was to someone that knew nothing about it or that had maybe just heard briefly about it how would you how would you define it <laughs> that's a, that's actually a tough one but um if i'm just speaking to someone new um i would or someone that didn't really know i, w- I would simply say it's it's the best um fitness or exercise program in the world. It's going to help you either achieve whatever your fitness and performance goals are, but it's also going to um, cure your grandparents or your parents' blood, high blood pressure. It's going to help cure your diabetes. Um, it's it's a health and fitness protocol, protocol that is for absolutely anybody, um, and it's going to help you achieve basically whatever you want to achieve. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and I think it's really... 
definitions like this are important for people to see that it's it's applicable for anybody. Anybody can come and try. Um, I want to, again, get your thoughts. If someone <clears throat> were to try a CrossFit class, having never done one before, what types of things could they expect? Oh, that's that's actually a tough tough little question. Um, I would say just just head straight into the gym with no expectations or um, don't sort of attach too much emotion or fear or anything to whatever expectations you do have. Just just head in, say hello to the the coaches or the staff there, and and just introduce yourself and say, hey, look, I just want to get started with some fitness. Um, can you just show me the ropes? Um, yeah. Yeah. And tell me about like some of the movements people could expect as well. So I, there is really such a fantastic community at every CrossFit gym. And I love you recently posted about doing drop-ins to gyms. I think mm. that's such a great idea because there is um, a community across the world in all of these different boxes. Um, but in addition to that, like what kind of movements would someone expect in CrossFit again from a complete novice? Um, literally anything, um, everything's based around sort of functional movements and sort of the way that I like to explain that is the movements that we train in the gym or work in the gym, they'll be able to help you either anywhere on your, in the sporting field, anywhere in the workplace or anywhere in day-to-day -day life, right? Um, so the basics will be running, biking, rowing. So some simple cardio, um, some skipping, but your body weight movements like push-ups, pull-ups, squats, sit-ups, um, burpees. And you think about the, the functional aspects to those things, all right? Like the burpee, like you're jumping from the chest to ground and jumping up. You break that down and, and think, okay, cool, that, that the movement sucks first of all. But I really, really want my, my mom, who's nearly 60 years old, I really want her to be able to do a burpee in case she falls over, all right? So there is that functional application there. She can get off the ground really, really easily. Um, um, but you can expect to see all sorts of weightlifting. So we've got dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, and and so we, we use them in, in all sorts of combinations like for squatting, deadlifting, pressing. Um, and you will see a lot of Olympic lifting if you walk into a gym, so a clean and a jerk and a snatch. And that's just a more um, powerful expression um, in terms of using weights, so like power cleaning, lifting a weight from the ground to your shoulders, and and the way I like to think about that functionally, functionally is like if you if you're picking your your baby up off the ground, you pick them up, and you know you pick them up to that to that shoulder position. You've got to be able to have that functional strength, um, and that that's basically what we're training when we're doing all these sorts of movements. Um, but sort of the the imagination is sort of the limiting factor when it comes to what sort of exercises or what sort of workouts that we'll do in a CrossFit gym. Um, so just, just keep the imagination alive. Yeah. I love that you said that because I remember when I first started, I, I felt as if I was like a kid on a playground a little bit. Like it, it kind of tapped into that inner child with the way you're like swinging on things and moving around and doing these movements that I hadn't done since I was a child, you know, handstands and things like that, that you just don't really, I guess, yeah. at least for me, it wasn't something that I thought to do in a typical like muscle isolation workout. And so it obviously increased and stretched my physical capacity, but it also played to the fun element of it. Like it is fun to see these movements and to be able to learn them and do them. Um, and I want to use that as a segue because you have talked about how CrossFit is healthcare. 
Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on on why you believe that to be the case? Oh, well, you you don't have to sort of look too far when you walk outside to sort of to see the to see the way that we're going with society, right? We're sort of getting more overweight. We're seeing more health issues uh, in general. And then when you look at the causes of death in Western society, like it's just, it's the same here in Australia as it is in the United States, like heart disease is at the top, cancer is very close, diabetes. Um, they're all, they're all the, um, the highest causes of death and disease. And they're realistically, they're very easily preventable or they're very easily able to be pushed back into the later, later years of life. And we're seeing them come earlier and earlier just because of our lifestyle practices. Um, they basically being onset because people are moving less with their bodies, either in the workplace, in their life, or, or just not exercising as much. And we're basically just shoveling bad foods into our bodies, right? So more and more processed foods, um, yeah, particularly sugars and bad uh, processed foods. And you think about what the, cro the CrossFit prescription is. So if you, if you read the CrossFit Level 1 handbook, which I recommend absolutely anybody read because it's the it's sort of just the outline of how to move your body and how to live a healthy life. It'll just say, run, do some air squats, do some sit-ups and eat meat, vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit and no sugar, right? It's the, the prescription of CrossFit is literally just telling you to be active and, and eat well, right? And if you look at that in a sense, that's the answer to, you know, a majority of the world's healthcare problems, I know in the United States, it's about 80% of, of healthcare is spent on um, preventable disease. And it's very similar here. Um, so if you think instead of piling all this money into, I mean, I'm, not, I'm absolutely not against Western medicine. It, it serves a huge purpose and I absolutely believe in it. But if we spent a little bit of healthcare spend on maybe promoting um, physical, physical activity and, and eating real foods, then, then we might have a more of a turn for the better. Yeah. Well, and I love too that something that's a little bit different with CrossFit is the way that it does push you just a little bit, right? You can always adjust it to your to your um, level of ability, but the way that the community as well as the coaches uh, guide you in such a way where you are often doing things that either you've never done before or aren't very good at or aren't very strong at. And I think that element plays so well into health because it's, it's pushing you to be better. And I think oftentimes we struggle to do that on our own. You know, I just think back to some of the workouts I did when I was just going to the gym by myself and it was like, they were fine, but there wasn't that level of, of push of really getting out of that comfort zone and not beyond what was possible, but just to the point where it was like, I have room to grow room to improve that I didn't even really see until I was pushed in a CrossFit box a little bit to, to kind of meet those limits a little bit. And I think that wherever people are, it's, it's, it's fun to see where we can go. And I think going in a CrossFit box kind of shows us that is like, okay, we might be somewhere in our health, but we, we can change. A hundred percent. And I think for anyone that's wanting to either get started or just sort of experiment with, with a few things, um, they just need to step into that gray zone, step into that just a little bit, right? Um, come and start doing one workout a week at your local CrossFit gym. Then after a few weeks, do two workouts and, and try a few new things. Start to take out some of the soda or soft drink that's in your in your diet. It's, it's just little steps that will progressively um, 
build up and up and make you'll make progress and momentum over time. And and I think part of the whole CrossFit is healthier type thing. Like we're sort of we're also teaching personal responsibility as well to a, to an extent. Like, look, if you want to improve your health, then these are the steps that you need to take. But it's not in a pill form. You need to do the work and you need to um, actually clean out your your pantry or or your cupboard with or your fridge or whatever. So you actually need to take these steps and think about what you're doing in day, your day-to-day life as well. Yeah. And I, I think with CrossFit, it is so much a long game of consistency. It isn't a pill to take. It isn't something that you go in and immediately just start like setting PRs like crazy and being able to do all of these gymnastic movements. Um, it's one of those things that can take years to develop certain things. I know for me and my butterfly kip, that took me almost two years to really figure out how to do, but there was almost more fun in that because it wasn't just like this immediate gratification of something that I wanted. It became a lifestyle that I was working towards something that was fun while I was working towards it. And, um, I think there is that desire for so many people to have a quick fix, a quick change. And, I think CrossFit is such a perfect place to learn that it doesn't happen quickly, but it doesn't have to happen so terribly. It doesn't have to be miserable and punishing and awful. It actually can be enjoyable and fun and you can meet yourself in a new way, even if it does take years and years to create real sustainable and long-term change. Yeah. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. And I, and I think people also need to sort of just actually have a think about what they want to do with their life or do with their, their health and fitness um, because it's, it's not all about the butterfly kips and it's not all about yeah. the, uh, the five minute miles. Like I've already alluded to, it's about, it's about my mom being able to do a burpee or, or get up, up and off the ground. It's about my dad trying to lower his blood pressure and, and all the rest of those things. Um, and, and the clean and jerks, they're just part of the fun. Like yeah. the pull up, yeah. the pull ups and thrusters, they're just part of the fun. Just an added bonus. I love that yeah. so much because you do when, when you do it, when you show up for yourself in that way, you do get those benefits. I mean, relatively quickly, you might not be like doing some crazy snatch, but you can develop strength quickly enough to be able to do a burpee or do something that is going to serve you in some way, which I think is just so exciting. Um, I would love to know if you, and you kind of have already alluded to this a little bit, but I'd love to just know some more tips for new CrossFitters, people that haven't tried it before what would be your like, here are a couple things I would say, if you're trying this for the first time, you mentioned like show up and just be willing. What else? <laughs> yeah, that, it's a really tough question because, um, and I'll be honest, I've never really been in that situation. I, um, I, I do my best every day with people in that situation, but I've, I've always sort of, I've always been active and I've always sort of taken action on, on just turning up and, and all the rest of it, but literally just, just block out two days in your week, block out an hour for two days in the week and, and just, and just, just turn up. Um, yeah. What I would say is just listen to what the coach, what the coach says and, and do your best just to, to hit that. If you've got any questions, always ask the coach. That's the best thing about a CrossFit gym. Like you've always got a coach there. You're not turning up to a, like a 24 seven gym, looking at the equipment and not knowing what to do. Um, I fully believe that any CrossFit coach around the world will be able to, help anyone find a way to move their body um, that suits them. Um, whether it's, I can't do a pull-up yet. Okay, well, we've got this exercise that you can do. We can start you 
on the rings or we can start you with your feet on the floor. Um, and it's all about, um, for me, trying to give, give new members or new clients some small little wins as well. So I really don't like to throw people in the deep end. Um, coming from my perspective, again, I like to sort of start them off small and try and build momentum. Um, so just as long as people can sort of know that the coaches and the, the people at the gym are going to have their best interests at heart, um, yeah, I would, just, I would just like to say that. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, think <clears throat> I have appreciated about CrossFit is, is there's programming involved and the way that you show up and it is programmed here is programming for, you know, progressive overload for your strength, for your cardiovascular health. It's all there. Um, so that you don't have to think about it. I think sometimes when people go to gyms, it can be hard to know what to do. And that's one thing that I love is that it's there. You just have to listen to the coach and ask for feedback and you have all of the resources that you could possibly need to progress and succeed. Um, one of the things that you shared that I, I thought was again, very just simple and profound. And I can't remember exactly how you said it, but it was something along the lines of, like if you practice just a little bit every day, you're not going to get worse and you might only get better or something like that when you were talking mm. about learning those <laughs> movements. Um, and I think that plays into what we've been talking about is the idea of just slow progress and being willing to be consistent. Um, can you speak more to that? The idea of just like showing up small and just giving it a try every day or something like that. Yeah, well, that, that quote was not mine. I actually got that from um, a man named Chuck Bennington. He's one of the sort of the leading sort of CrossFit coaches in the United States, a really cool dude. So I definitely recommend everyone follow Chuck Bennington. But um, yeah, literally, if, if you're just, if you're going to do something every day, you're not going to get worse at it, right? So that's the concept. Like you're not going to get worse. You're not going to stay the same. If you do something every single day or if you do it regularly, you're going to get better. You're going to see the results. Um, and especially with people who are extremely new to exercising or making lifestyle changes, um, today we might be able to do one, sort of squat to a box, but tomorrow you're going to come back and do three or four or five. I see this all the time, especially with new people that decide, um, or oh, we've got pull-ups in a workout and hanging off the bar is, is a real challenge. And, and, that, and that's a real thing. Like even just hanging off your hands with your feet off the floor can be a real struggle for a lot of people. Um, they do that with their feet on the ground and they hold the, their weight as much as they can for 10 or 15 seconds. They, they might feel down about that, but they, they turn up tomorrow and all of a sudden they can take their feet off the floor and hold for the same amount of time. And next next week they're holding for 30 seconds. And the week after that, they're starting to do a pull-up. So just the consistent practice of, of showing up and just putting your best foot forward day in, day out, I think everyone is going to sort of, sort of see the benefits of doing that. Yeah. And in those that are consistent and can see those benefits that are showing up and able to make the change, what do you find their mental space looks like? Like what is a, like what, what does that look like for someone mentally? That's what would be required for them to show up and to be consistent and to keep practicing. If that makes sense. What would, what would be required? I'm not sure. Like I'm, mentally, just... like what, what is, what is a, what, what does someone's mind look like that you've seen that? Yeah continues to show up and not quit, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like different things drive different people. Um, Absolutely. Different things that drive different people or there's different motivations, whether it's internal or external, like I really want to achieve this or that, or, or someone else is doing something. So the competitive side in them comes out and they, they want to do the same. Um, but like I would, I would simplify it so much. Um, like 
just sort of just sort of have have faith like just just turn up don't don't even think about it too much just just sort of understand the fact that showing up for your first time or showing up regularly is going to be beneficial and just leave it at that yeah like don't don't set your goals too high like i mean yes shoot for the, shoot for the moon yeah. and land yeah. the stars type thing but 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 just trust that the process is going to work. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love that too. And I, I think if I understood you correctly, just the idea of showing up and thinking this is going to be helpful in some way, even if I'm not going yeah. to hit some crazy record or do something, you know, really extreme, this will be beneficial to be here in some way today. I think that sometimes those like day-to-day benefits, though they might be small, can be really important for us to continue with those behaviors and keeping up with our fitness and with our nutrition. It's Um, that whole one, it's that whole 1% analogy that that gets thrown around all the time, 1% better every day. And it ends up being exponential over time. And you just, you just have to trust that, that that's actually true and just turning up works. Well, and I think the reason that that analogy is so commonplace, people like to use it is I think because there is so much truth in it and that real change, real, you know, health and fitness that's cultivated. It, it only can happen over a period of time. It's not something that can happen quickly necessarily. And so I think that, um, the second that we can internalize the idea of consistency and long-term, we eliminate a lot of the, um, drama that we might have in our mind about it needing to be quicker. Um, I want to take a minute and ask you a little bit about, women in CrossFit. I know that especially weightlifting can be extremely, uh, intimidating and off-putting for women for a variety of reasons. And I was hoping you could kind of speak to us about women and weightlifting and how, and CrossFit and all of that. Yeah. Um, I've been in this tunnel vision of CrossFit and training for a few years now, and I, and I feel like it doesn't exist anymore, but you go out into the world and you speak to your, your parents or, or whoever, and, and then you realize, oh, wow. Okay. That, there is still a bit of a a misconception or a fear around lifting weights yep. for for a number of different reasons. Like, oh, I shouldn't do that for for whatever reason, or I don't want to get too don't want to get too bulky. That's always the real common one. Um, but look, realistically, women's bodies aren't designed to get extremely bulky um, in that sense. But I just I like to think of it in a in a sense of like. Um, like women's empowerment is is a is a big conversation, and just the simple the simple way that the best way that to get to feel empowered is is to literally lift weights or or exercise or use your body. I mean, everyone knows the endorphin rush you get from working out, but when you when you when you lift weights, you just feel so good, and you feel like you've achieved something. So, I like to talk to women in that sense. My wife. Um, She's the most beautiful woman in the world to me. Um, and she is so strong and I'm so proud of her. Um, like she's, she's a naturally gifted uh, athlete or athletically. Um, but she, the, the, the drive she's got to work hard and put a, her best foot forward, um, I really, really like that as well. And seeing, and seeing women come into the gym and, and do the same is really impressive in the same sense. But then you look at, like I've already brought up my parents a couple of times, but we need to encourage women um, of all ages, but especially as they 
as they do start to age to take up some light impacting and light resistance training. Um, it's going to keep their, their muscles and their bones and their body strong as they do progress in life. Um, um, and that just a little bit of light um, exercise is going to actually help that. Yeah. 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 I, that reminds me, I, there was something that clicked for me a while back um, as, as speaking to women's empowerment, both like physically and then also just like as a force as a whole uh, women typically grow up to see themselves in the world as, as the viewed, they think of people who are looking at them. And so they live their lives accordingly. They make sure that they're sucking in, that their hair looks okay, that, you know, that they look okay to viewers as opposed to being the viewer of the world and like them seeing the world as they want to see it. And one thing that really has just hit home for me when it comes to CrossFit is the way that women, when they're lifting, like really pushing for something, their focus on how they look physically is completely gone almost. And their focus instead goes to how strong can I be? How can I make this happen? How can I do this thing that I've never done before? And I think that that is so much of what women need is, is the focus on themselves and who they want to be as opposed to how they look to the world. And I think CrossFit and weightlifting, lifting really heavy for, you know, the right people is very um, helpful in helping that empowerment with women. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and like if like if women feel like they are the viewed, um, I like to sort of, I'm not sure how I'm going to say this, but it, it's like people like to be, well, I don't know how I'm going to explain this, but it's like um, I like to look at people. I like to, I like to, I admire people that work hard and I admire people that put their best foot forward. I admire people that are funny, that are charismatic. I admire people that are um, like do their best, that give to others, that give to themselves. So like it, it realistically, it doesn't matter what you look like. Um, and in terms of CrossFit, we're, we're teaching these things. We're teaching the personal responsibility. We're teaching the hardworking um, attitude. We're teaching people to chase their dreams. We're teaching people how to um, just work harder and do the best for themselves. And, and in the end, that's, that's all people that I care about. That's, they're, they're, the, they're the opinions I care about. I don't care about the opinions of, of they look this way or they look that way. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to give people the time of day that that do their best um, and try and put their best foot forward. So, in terms of empowerment, it just gives gives women particularly this like this drive to be a better person. So, yeah, yeah. and I that's such a beautiful. I mean, you said it beautifully because what you're describing isn't typically something you find if you just kind of went to the gym by yourself, had your headphones in, there's a place for that, no doubt. Um, but I think that is what makes CrossFit so special is, is the way that it focuses on so many facets of life and, and isn't just like come exercise and leave. There's so much more to it that I think, um, is that I, I wish everyone could experience is that type of yeah. like personal growth that can happen there. Yeah, we're acknowledging that we're acknowledging the the character building side of it as opposed to, yeah, like, I mean, there is a place for a, for a 24 seven gym, but putting your headphones in and looking at people sideways in the mirror and looking at them for the physical body 
which is what happens. I used to go to those types of gyms, mm-hmm. but in our gym and every CrossFit gym I've been to, we acknowledge uh, good character and hard work. And, yeah. and that's what I love about it. Yeah. And I think even that makes me think of um, just over the weekend with the CrossFit games, that um, event with the, is it a Huffa Bell bag? I don't know what those are but- called. They called it the Husafell and it's the Husafell, that's what it is. But yeah, they modeled it off like this stone that they carry over in Iceland or something. Yeah. And the, the girl the girl walking up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. That was that's, that was there. I mean, for those that didn't watch, there just was this moment um during an event. It was an individual event and they had these strange, really heavy bags that they had to carry for like 400 meters or something. I don't remember exactly, but it was a significant distance and they had to carry it up these capital steps. And the last athlete was just struggling, but the entire crowd just rallied behind her. And it really did just speak to the the fact that within the CrossFit community, all athletes matter and we are a community of supporting one another and not necessarily judging or, um, you know, thinking about what they look like. It's so much more of like cheering people on, which we all need more of that in our life. <laughs> Everyone needs more of it. And you can guarantee in every CrossFit gym around the world that the person that finishes the workout last is going to get far more cheers and, and acknowledgement because of the hard work they put in and the effort they put in than the person that finished first. Um, I love that moment at the CrossFit Games. Like they, they sort of, they took down the barriers for the crowd and they, they let them come right behind the athlete and just cheer up the stairs, which it was, it was just magical. I, yeah. I posted that. I posted the, um, the CrossFit post on my Instagram yeah. story. And I said, look, this moment happens every day in every CrossFit gym around the world. You get cheered on no matter who you are or how fast you finish or how fit or strong you are. You get cheered on no matter what. It's so true. And I, for anyone that hasn't seen it, look it up on the CrossFit Games Instagram or on their YouTube. It's just like a 60-second clip that is so powerful. And we wish we had more people in our life like that to cheer us on to, you know, be so unconditional with their, with their praise and encouragement. Um, I think CrossFit is a great resource for that. Um, I am so grateful for what you have shared today. And it's been so fun to kind of get your take from across the world on CrossFit and to see that there are so many similarities and to get your wisdom, um, just from like a fun question perspective, what would be your favorite or what is your favorite CrossFit movement? If you had one or three top three. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure to be honest. I love lifting weights. Um, I feel like I'm a I'm a powerfully built human. Okay. Um, so I love I love lifting weights. The um the first CrossFit Games I ever saw, they were doing squat cleans, so lifting a bar to the shoulder, um, and they they had some progressively heavier weights. So like starting at 80 kilos, going to 90, 100, and I saw that and I thought, wow, that that looks pretty cool. So I went to like the Globo Gym the next day and and tried it out a little bit. And then I asked one of the, the trainers there for some help. Um, and that sort of sort of triggered a little bit of the start of the journey. Um, I mean, all the simple stuff like push-ups and pull-ups, doing them doing them strict, I really just enjoy doing. Um, but I, I honestly don't really have a favorite. I've sort of started to train myself also to, to tell myself I enjoy the things I don't enjoy. I was going to say, like, I wonder if like, that's like your conditioning. From- <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I it doesn't matter what the workout is um, for the day. I'll turn up. I'll do my best, um, even if I look like <laughs> if I look like trash doing it. But I'll I'll give it my best shot. Yeah. I I need to learn from you because I still am in the place of like, oh, I love these, and other ones I'm like, I hate this. I still do it. I still show up, but I mm. need to have a better attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. I love that. Um, tell everyone where they can find you and um, 
what you'd like to share just a little about a little bit about yourself where they can find you yeah. and help if they want yeah to. look is, the easiest way is just on instagram my name's zachary cadets um you can find that easily through my instagram page daily crossfit tip um all one word daily crossfit tip uh I post on there every day just one little snippet of something that I've come up with. Um, normally, it's it's centered around what we do in our gym here, so a little tip for our members, and then it sort of started to snowball and grow. So I've sort of just sort of expanded that idea. If you want to follow me there and um, on YouTube as well, that'd be cool. I upload everything to YouTube and I do a few other little vlogs of travels and stuff like that. Um, hit me up, DM me, send me send me ask me questions have a chat. Um, it's actually been the craziest little journey. I started that daily CrossFit tip page in January and it's sort of really blown up in the last, in the last couple of months. And the, the people you meet, albeit online, it's just phenomenal. It is just, it's a, it's a crazy world. Um, and, and I think the internet gets a bit of a bad rap for having negative comments or whatever, but I think if you put out good stuff, you attract a good, a good crowd as well. So I'm, I'm having so much fun meeting people online. Um, so reach out and if you, if you want to have a chat, I love that. And, you know, myself included in this benefit here is I have gotten to connect with you so easily just because of the internet. I think really there is so much good that can happen on there. And I think that the reason that this account at least resonates with me is, is it just is so simple and streamlined and the tips that you share are so, um, clear and understandable. And so I think even for anyone listening that might not be interested in CrossFit itself, just following the account to learn more about fitness, about movement, about form, uh, I think is going to be hugely valuable. So thank you so much for being on today, Zachary. I have just thoroughly enjoyed geeking out a little bit <laughs> about one of my favorite things in the world. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's been an absolute privilege. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.